Hello, thank you for joining me on another episode of Soul Tending Podcast. Before I share my celestial channeling, I want to let you know about my upcoming real soon winter workshop next week on Saturday, February 25th. I will be guiding my embodiment community through a two-hour practice from 10 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. This winter workshop will support your process of emotional release, mental detox, and physical regeneration. And we will be practicing yin yoga for the liver meridian, which is at peak function during the current Pisces season. Energy healing for balancing the crown chakra, which connects to the Pisces season. And shamanic or conscious dream journey or shamanic journeying to connect with the spirit realms and unlock your intuitive wisdom. The only way to join the practice is by becoming a yoga member of my Patreon community at patreon.com slash Janya Wong Sopa. The link is in the show note. The two workshops I offer in winter and summer alone are worth the entire year of membership fees. And there's so much more you will get, including a weekly one-hour class throughout spring and fall seasons. I craft my offerings cyclically to honor the rhythm of nature within us. Everything I do is intentionally rooted in reciprocity, where wellness can radiate through physical sustainability and heartfelt gratitude from within myself. This is where the service and the community begin and where they end. Everything that I offer is for the purpose of heartfelt collaboration. I hope you will join me on the journey of wholeness. Now, on to the weekly soul astrology. I feel like Every week, things come up for me to realize what a unique time we are living in. Perhaps because I listen to the news and correlate the information I gather from the human realm to the conversations of the planets and stars. And I find that there is a kind of synchronicity going on, of course. That is why I believe that astrology is helpful, that archetypal understanding and messages are useful guides 
for our everyday living. It's not a prediction. I don't believe in prediction. It's much more subtle than that. It's a core relation. It's a feeling of being in connection with the greater whole. It feels like integrity. Often, mundane things like a friend's text can ping a deep aha moment because I realize it's implication within the larger context. What's going on with my friend is, of course, completely unique, and also it reflects what's going on in me and the collective. Realizing the bigger context alone gives me peace of mind. I can trust and accept because I see not just the deeper meaning, but also the flow of how things come to be and is on its way to something more depending on the choice I make. So this is why I don't believe in prediction because it's about personal choice. And it boils down to only two choices, conscious action or unconscious reaction. And of course, unconscious reaction is really about not having any choice at all. The gift of astrology is the gift of choice. It offers me a way to reflect and make conscious action. For the past few weeks, I have been enchanted by the harmonic frequencies between Venus and Jupiter. Venus sits below at an 8 degree angle from Jupiter. This is within the 10 degree of conjunction. When Venus conjoins Jupiter exactly at 12 degree Aries on March 2nd or March 1st if you live on the East Coast, Venus will then complete the 360-degree transit around Jupiter. I will be sharing about the energy of this great conjunction next week. So even though there is a fresh new energy of the moon in a new phase in the sign of rebirth Aries this week, there is also the big energy of Venus who just finished up their last cycle with Neptune in Pisces last week and now Venus is finishing up the current cycle with Jupiter. Venus connects to relationship, saying goodbye to the past which provides us with familiarity and comfort is never easy. In the case of 
Venus, it has to do with releasing the old way of being in relationship with someone, especially those whom we look up to and respect, which connect to Jupiter. For me, this time brings up a lot of sadness. And it's not because I am leaving someone or something. It's because I know that my relationship to the person and the condition that allows the relationship to exist as it is are changing. And they will never be the same. You don't have to leave a friend, a partner, a colleague, or a mentor behind as you grow, but your relationship with them have to change in order for them to grow with you or for you to evolve while continuing to be in relationship with them. Like the planets, Some parts of us are already experiencing newness and some parts of us are still working out ways to release, wrap up, and move on. We are living multiple timelines all at once because we are not just a body or a human, but also a soul, a web of spirit, a mind, and a psyche. Past, present, and future exist in us simultaneously. And the more we can accept our complicated experience, the greater ease and stability we can find in the changing world that lives inside us as well as the world that we live in. The first three months in 2023 are deeply Piscean as they connect to the balsamic frequencies of the conjunction, the ending and releasing. We are given the chance to say our final goodbye to our past before spring equinox arrives on March 20th. Pluto will change sign on March 23rd and Pluto connects to the soul journey. And April will feel radically fresh for those of us who dare to embrace soul growth and receive new or rather new ways of relating. Venus connects to, in addition to relationship, boundaries, core values, and self-worth. You might want to reflect on these issues this week. Which way of relating are you holding on to, leaving behind, and developing or moving forward with in new ways? These questions can bring up a lot of entanglement and complexity that can be difficult to reflect clearly. 
working with the new moon phase in Aries this week to support your courage and desire for freedom can help you clarify what you are ready to release in order to welcome in your future. Remember that the end is also the beginning. Everything and everyone you love will still live in you as you expand your relationship to the new height with them. Let's take a look at the overall energy of this week to find out how. The transpersonal stage of development during the balsamic phase and into the new moon in Pisces last week completed the monthly emotional cycle. So growth spirals simultaneously inward and outward, downward and upward. What we consciously observe within ourselves we can perceive through others who are our mirrors and how we root down to our earthly needs and human values expands us upwardly to unite with the divine spirit through our humble services to others. We begin another cycle of soul learning this week. The new moon in Pisces wakes up from the deep sleep to greet the new dawn of Aries. The new moon is still in a new phase and the feeling is very fresh and vital. The initial or carnal light of Aries contains a tremendous force of passion for life. Its survival requires movement or action that tends the cardinal fire to little movement or airiness snuffs out the flame. Too much outward action without enough fuel or grounding in the physical needs burns out the fire. Fortunately, this week brings a cozy flow of planetary conversations that supports a gentle birthing that tends the inner light and the cardinal fire of Aries. We can all take that first newborn breath with a bit more ease. The new phase holds the theta frequencies of Aries, that is the fire element. Ari Moshe Wolf wrote about this exciting phase in his evolutionary astrology, A Beginner's Guide. Quote, Based on the newness of the cycle, 
it is necessary to engage a multitude of random experiences that will enable a gradual focusing of intention and direction. However, based on the newness of this cycle, it is absolutely necessary for a soul to embrace the unknown, to get moving in the world and simply learn by way of figuring out along the way. Planets in this phase operate together through action and reaction." Unquote. This is the week to be brave and to subject ourselves to new ideas, actions, and relationships, and to remember that no matter how old we are, there is never an end to learning. Any person at any age can teach us something. Any unfamiliar situation can initiate a cascade of conditions that helps our souls to evolve and grow. Taking risks doesn't mean doing something dangerous. It means that we create enough external friction to tend to the inner fire or the zest for life so that we don't become stagnant physically or regressive psychologically. Regression in psychology, according to the psychology expert Cynthia Vinnie, is, quote, a psychological defense mechanism in which an individual copes with stressful or anxiety-provoking relationships or situations by retreating to an earlier developmental stage. Regression may be seen at any stage of development in both adults and children when someone behaves in a way that is immature or inappropriate for their age." Unquote. As we journey with the planets this week, we can observe ways we react immaturely by relying on the defense mechanism and whether or not the reactions actually give us what we truly need and want. As a child, our needs were meant to be met by the adults in our lives who were also responsible for limiting our unnecessary and unrealistic wants and demands. If our needs were constantly unmet and or our wants were constantly fed, how might that affect our adulthoods? Mars, the god of courage, holds the Aries frequencies. Mars has been flying through the mutable air Gemini. Therefore, we are urged to look at how we react mentally and physically to the information we receive from friends and peers this week. 
Mercury holds the frequencies of Gemini and is the most engaging planet this week besides the moon. The more we are conscious of how messages and information we are giving and receiving affect our nervous system, the more we can work with them intentionally to maintain both personal vitality and healthy relationship. Now, let's explore the daily planetary transits and learn how to harmonize with change in ways that feel emotionally refreshing, physically strengthening, and mentally freeing. On Monday, February 20th, Mercury in Aquarius sextile Chiron in Aries at mid-morning is a collaborative effort between the progressive mind Aquarius and the instinctive body Aries. Mercury in Aquarius is sharp-minded and future-oriented. Chiron in Aries is the wounded warrior who needs to retreat and heal the body and heart. At a personal level, this transit reflects your need to regulate your nervous system and discipline your mind. When you cultivate strong nerves and mental focus, you are blessed with a lightning-fast mind that can make action plans and implement them with physical passion and enthusiasm. Non-binary thinking is the key to healing toxic masculinity which has been harming the body and earth. Rather than focusing on what are dysfunctional, Mercury in Aquarius approaches self-healing, that is Chiron in Aries, from the humanistic perspective which looks at the whole individual who possesses free will, self-efficacy, and self-actualization. Also, the new moon in Pisces makes a sextile to Uranus in Taurus before squaring Mars in Gemini in the evening. The transit reflects an increased need for mental and physical boundaries. If you have been mentally volatile, restless, and impulsive, your communication has most likely been as harming to others as it is damaging to your own self-efficacy. This is the week to get very clear about what your physical needs are and respond to them consciously. When you align your words and actions to what you truly need and desire, you naturally feel fortified by your assertion. You gain self-confidence 
and become a champion for your own physical freedom as well as others' autonomy. On Mars Day, February twenty-first, Mercury in Aquarius square Venus in Taurus at two twenty-two p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Is a high tension event that can bring a breakthrough, a new information, or an outburst can catalyze a breakthrough. A physical breakdown is often needed for an old, outdated system to be replaced by a new and improved model. There have been countless physical breakdowns or massive human casualties all over the world in just recent weeks. In the U.S., there are already at least seventy mass shootings, which occurred within the last two and a half months since the beginning of twenty twenty three. NBC News reported on February fifteenth that while the surrounding cities suffer great human and property losses, Erzin, a tiny city in Turkey, quote suffered no deaths and saw no buildings collapse in the powerful temblor, and they credit a long-standing determination not to allow construction that violated the country's codes. Unquote. Some models are so rotten they need to be done away with. And some models just need to be reinforced by responsible authorities. These most powerful transit of the week challenges your mind to critically look at how the economic, social, and governing systems are linked. And how to reinvent your personal living and working conditions within the current imperfect systems to meet your basic needs, such as earning a living wage, and your human values, such as social cooperation and acceptance. Yet, planning is one thing, and living in alignment with your needs and values are another. If you are laboring your mind to gain more resources, but neglect your body's need for rest and sensual pleasure, you aren't actually being resourceful. Self-resourcing is your ability to regulate your body, mind, and emotion through self-care and self. Love, it is foundational to self-worth and self-efficacy. The moon conjoins Neptune in Pisces in the late morning and makes a sextile to Pluto in Capricorn in the evening. The transit indicates the emotional need to release the mental grip on the difficult reality. The moon leaves. 
Pisces to enter Aries at 9.14 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Remember that the deeper you sleep, the more refreshed and inspired you will feel upon waking up and sleep is the most basic self-care and self-love. On Mercury Day, Wednesday, February 22nd, Mercury in Aquarius trine Mars in Gemini at midday reflects a soul's readiness to collaborate with friends and colleagues to bring about better change and greater physical and mental freedom for all involved. The trine aspect is easeful and harmonious. In addition, the moon in Aries is answering to the Mars in Gemini because Mars holds the frequencies of the cardinal fire Aries. The moon conjoins Venus and Jupiter in Aries throughout the day, reflects the great passion for mental freedom. There is an irrepressible warmth and passion for life that need to be channeled through action. However, too much of a good thing can lead to an imbalance or disintegration. Tuning your attention back to your core values and physical needs helps you center your mind and supports your conscious action. The combination of today transits beckon you to speak responsibly and act bravely for the good of the people which connects to the well-being of your body. You might want to take some time to reflect on what the following freedoms mean to you and how they are showing up in your life right now. Does your speech, communication, and action actually lead to greater freedom or do they keep you and others mentally and physically oppressed? Freedom of speech, freedom of information, freedom of choice, freedom of arts and science, freedom of occupation, freedom of culture, tradition, and language, freedom of sexual identity. Again, take some time today or sometime this week to reflect on what these freedoms mean to you and how they are showing up in your life. On Jupiter Day, Thursday, February 23rd, the moon in Aries makes sweet love with Mars in Gemini, Mercury in Aquarius, and Saturn in Aquarius via the sextile throughout the day. This moon is of the people and for the people, and anything that gets in the way of human progress 
gets cleared away by the fire of mental transformation. This is a powerful intellectual moon. You might want to tune into the third eye chakra and honor your humanistic values with meta awareness. Meta awareness thrives in a contemplative or meditative space. Here is a quote that explains what that space is. Quote, between stimulus. And response, there is a space. In that space lies our freedom and our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our happiness. Unquote. The quote is often misattributed to Viktor Frankl, but the actual source is unknown. With this much air or Aquarius and fire or Aries coming together, there is a greater chance that there is a burnout. Regulating your nervous system with some digital detox today is a wonderful way to prepare yourself for entering the meta awareness and become the change you want to see in the world. On Venus Day, Friday, February 24th, the moon leaves Aries and enters Taurus right after midnight, then makes a lovely sextile to the sun in Pisces in the late morning. With no other planetary conversation going on, and this being the Venetian day, the waxing crescent moon in Taurus invites you to treat yourself with earthly pleasure and sensory delight. Which of your senses have you been ignoring lately? Smell, taste, sight, touch, or hearing? Which scent, flavor, color, texture, and sound are your favorites? Which essential oil, food dish, nature scene, natural object, and music are you craving? Today is the day to get to know yourself sensually. And when you learn to give and make love to yourself, you will know how to give and make love to the world. On Saturn day, February 25th, Sun in Pisces sextile North Node in Taurus at 6.50 p.m. Pacific Standard Time reflects the need to trust in the soul journey on this earth at this particular timeline. While some views the current collective experience hellish, others see it as the best time to be alive. Either way, you need to fully show up to do the earthly work necessary if you want to physically survive and soulfully thrive as spirit having human experiences. 
Trust is the key ingredient in this beautiful conversation between the Sun and North Node. The foundation of trust is reliability. It is how you show up for yourself and others every day that will either build or destroy your trust. Yet it is when things go awry and you face uncertainty or unexpected change that you get to exercise your trust and practice surrendering. Trust is the higher power because it gives you hope to move forward and allows your soul to evolve into greater spirit. In addition, the waxing crescent moon conjoins Uranus in Taurus and makes a sextile with Neptune in Pisces all day long. The moon transit reflects the emotional desire to trust and surrender. The North Node and Uranus in Taurus are supporting the sun and moon in accepting change as well as the uncertainty that comes with change. Revolutionizing and evolving through reinventing how you relate to Mother Earth and how you utilize her resources are the lessons of the transits. No matter how rich your dream and imagination, you can only lift them out through physical reality and its temporal nature. It takes thousands of years for the earth to produce mineral oil, but only days for humans to consume a vast amount of it. How you consume time reflects how rich you are spiritually. When you live more in the present, you don't need to consume so many things that take so much time and labor to produce. And when you spend time showing up reliably to contribute to the collective, the earth and the future, you can trust that Mother Earth, your community and your future will pay you back in kind. On Sunday, finally, February 26, the waxing crescent moon shifts into the half moon in Gemini in the morning. The moon is void, of course, throughout the day after squaring Saturn in Aquarius and making a trine to Pluto in Capricorn in the early morning. It's a good day to take it easy and focus on lighthearted conversations with friends and family. And if some heavy issues show up in the conversations, take them as healing opportunities. Remember to look at how you react mentally and physically to the information you receive. Notice how it affects your nervous system. 
work with the information you receive intentionally without regressing into the coping mechanism or a defensive mode. Like the moon, you are transiting and spiraling toward ever greater integration from your core center. You can root back into physical needs and emotional values to find intuitive solution and harmonize with change. And that is the uppercase change. And to be the change you wish to experience in the future right now. Thank you for meditating on the celestial energies and tending to the soul with me. Again, if you want to collaborate with the planets and stars and cultivate an ongoing dialogue with the elements and the archetypes within and all around, please consider becoming a member of my embodiment community. Seasonal workshops and classes are ongoing and so are periods of stillness, reflection and integration. My offerings aren't just work that pays money, but a living, breathing reciprocity with the cyclical energies and the divine spirit in us. The community allows me to live in wholeness with you in the world that doesn't see or value your soul or our web of spirit. I see you, I love you, and I wish you a gentle week full of opportunities to trust yourself and to inspire others with your passion for life and your courage for freedom. <laughs>